This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski, as always. And Jay, next week is the biggest week on our calendar. Cannot wait. March fatness is upon us. Fatness is always upon me and Rick. Sure. But March fatness specifically is upon us all now. And uh, we're really excited about this year's bracket. It's going to be awesome. And it's it's been a big hit when we've done these in the past. And uh, with no actual sports right. <laughs> on the horizon anytime soon, uh, it'll be a nice distraction for everybody. So hopefully once we get those brackets up, everybody will participate. Right. Even if there's not an actual college basketball bracket, the March Fatness bracket will be here. March Fatness will jiggle on. Yes. We promise you that. Right. Unless <laughs> we get bored and lazy. <laughs> it'll jiggle whether we want it to or not. Yeah, that's just that's, like real life. Yeah, it really yep. is. True. Well, there it goes. Yep. So we got a couple things to get to today. There's a couple new food items mm-hmm. that we want to discuss. Also, I had an experience in fatness that is one that no fat really enjoys. Not seeing your penis? <laughs> I want to see who would break first, and it was me. Yep. Sorry. Well, it helped that I was doing the mindless blink at Yeah, he was giving me several blinks in a row. Yep, I'm good at that. Uh, anything mindless. Uh, I went jean shopping. Ooh. So we'll discuss that a little bit. And Jay did something to shame the fat community. I know I did. And I have an explanation. I have an excuse, rather. Okay. I don't know if you will deem it valid. It may be invalid. This is something we should, before March Fatness too. it could be another part of the show where we experiment with this to see if my... To see if my thought process is right on why okay. I have shamed the fat community. So, fat experiments? Fat experiments. Interesting. <laughs> In- okay, I'm here for this. Experifats. <laughs> I don't know. I'm up for anything. <laughs> Experiment meltaways. Ooh. Like that that's one? it. We're getting <laughs> meltaways. <laughs> Experithinments. Now you're just trying to sell cookies again. Yep. Yes, I am. I got a house full, by the way. Yeah? Oh, yeah. They're having a cookie booth this weekend. Okay. All the cookies are in my living room. Nice. Not a smart move. Hope. You might want to move those are you using I them as Pac-Man f- everything. Are you, are you using them as furniture at the moment? <laughs> yes. I have a throne of uh, trefoils because they otherwise suck. There's no purpose to trefoils. Yeah, they're fine. Oh, shortbread and there's little... No, stop it. There's so many better options with Girl Scout cookies. Well, yeah, but it doesn't mean those are bad. No, when the apocalypse when the apocalypse uh, finally arrives, so you know, sometime next week, yeah. um, I'll be chowing down on whatever Girl Scout cookies I can find. So I won't be picky then. All right. So the first thing that we want to get to today, and we always want to encourage you 
to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast if you have not yet. We appreciate everybody that has done that. We got our 250th review. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Did All we right. get a one-star review the other day, by the way? We did. <laughs> Someone said, funny premise, but it's pointless. Like, yeah. Yes. That's yes. the idea. That, that's the <laughs> essence, friends. That's what we're trying to do here. What, what did you want us to do? Right. Hi, I'm Jay Zawoski. He's Rick Camp. We're fat. Here's the meaning of life. Yeah. No, we're talking about burgers and wings and stuff. We'll try and tell you the meaning of life before it prematurely ends for all of us. <laughs> exactly. All right. So the new Big Mac is out. Speaking of ways to shorten your life. Yes. It is. So this Big Mac is to just give the summation. Bottom bun, two patties, middle bun, two more patties, and then the top bun, and obviously all the everything else that goes on to it. Yes. Here's the official description from the McDonald's website. The double Big Mac delivers the classic Big Mac taste, but with twice the 100% pure beef. It all co- it comes with four all-beef patties and Big Mac sauce on a sesame seed bun. It's topped off with pickles, crisp lettuce, diced onions, and American cheese for a burger with taste like no other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you a big, are you a, a Big Mac guy? I'm more of a quarter pounder guy okay. myself. You're more um, of a quantity over size and less qual and less quality. I just don't need yeah. the. Uh, I don't like the Thousand Island dressing. They call it special sauce, but Same. it's Thousand Island dressing. So hard pass on that. But I, I'd be down with that. I guess I could say hold the, hold the. I don't like pickles either. Hold the pickles, hold the sauce, and I'll give it a try. Sure, I'll try it. Yeah, for me, I'll dip anything in barbecue sauce. So. Anything. You're not lying. No, I'm not. Um, all right, Rick. Let's play a game, shall okay. we, with the new Big Mac. Sure. Um, the quad Big Mac, we'll call it, I guess. What the do quack? You, I, I, the quack. The quack. We got to stop this game. It's dumb. <laughs> it's pointless, as the reviewer says. Yeah. Um, all right. A regular Big Mac uh-huh. is 12 grams of fat. Okay. 100 milligrams of cholesterol. That's 33% of your daily daily value. Oh, okay. Uh, and the sugars are 10 grams. The carbs are 42. 510 total calories, 25 fat grams. Wait, only 510 calories? Yeah, so what do you think the double Big Mac is? So you've got the two extra patties. You've only got one extra bun, Mm -hmm. so slightly Mm -hmm. less. So I'm going to say 990 calories. Okay, you're over. Wow. 720 calories. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I already forgot all the other numbers and didn't write them down. So from 25 fat grams up to 43. Okay. Carbs only go from 42 to 46. That's interesting. And the healthy part. Okay. You get 77% of your daily protein, 38 grams of protein. So you're almost dumb to not eat it because it's got more protein. Therefore, it's healthy. That's the official I'm Fat Podcast endorsement. Right. (laughs) What? You don't want protein? I mean, sure. It's got been successfully lawyered. (laughs) It has (laughs) has 82% of your daily saturated fat, but eh. Right. eh, eh. The protein offsets. That's called efficiency. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're just taking care of it all at once. Right. <laughs> See, that this is you're just saving time. Right. That's all. That's, that's what we're trying to optimize the little time you have left in life, especially when you start eating right. these. But I will say the it's less calories than I thought. And I've told you this Agreed. before. My McDonald's hack, people don't know this. Twenty nuggets yes. is lower in calories and carbs and fat than ten nuggets and fries. The fries are the worst thing for you. 
yet delicious. They are. Oh, they're great. McDonald's fries are the best. We've done this before. We've yes. had this conversation. Yep. Um, but yeah, McDonald's fries are great. But ten more nuggets, and it's That's less bad. bad for you. I mean, it's not good for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend it's good for you. Right. But it, overall, if you're counting calories and carbs and all those things, twenty nuggets is better for you than the ten piece meal. All right. So the other item that we want to get to is the tripalupa. The tripalupa from Taco Bell. Yes. It's essentially three chalupas that are just connected together by the bread. Yes. The the shell, I guess you'd call yeah. it, is is a triple shell, all in a row. It's like a long. You'd have to hold it with two hands. Yeah. Um, so here's what here's how Taco Bell describes it. Taco Bell is no stranger to giving fans more of what they love, and now the latest reinvention of the iconic chalupa gives fans three times the reason to get excited. Launching for a limited time, the Tripalupa serves up a hands-on experience with three mini chalupas, mini chalupas, featuring three flavors and double the seasoned beef compared to a regular chalupa. Combining three mini chalupas to create the longest shell in Taco Bell history. <laughs> <laughs> nacho cheese the Hall of Fame. so they're all the same except the cheeses are different yeah you get nacho cheese on one end sorry emergency oh, oh my god oh my god emergency emergency pizzas oh, thank you cheese. all right perfect In the middle of the podcast that's wow. amazing yes. our boss mitch rosen just saved the day wait why is it half eaten mitch hey oh. <laughs> Enjoy, boy. thank, you. thank, thank you. you now back to the burrito yes thank you yes yeah. all right so it's nacho cheese out that's great a little personal i mean personal oh, it's kind of small burrito Who's man? Did I say Chalupa? I'm no, sorry. no. Mitch said burrito on the way yeah, out. He's not listening. Whatever. What else is new? Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's nacho cheese on one end, chipotle cheese on the other end, and a combination of the two, cheesy chipotle in the middle. The Tripalupa starts at, got a price guess on the Tripalupa? $349. Exactly right. Really? <laughs> yes, right on the nose. Wow. Plus tax, you ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So there you go. All right, how about and, this? And Taco you can Bell verify. History. All I have are pictures yeah. of it up, so I do not have the price in it's front of me. you probably had three of them yesterday. Maybe. Uh, when did, just using your mind's eye, okay. when was a Chalupa introduced? When would you guess? I want to say it was like- If you get this right. I think it was like early to like 2000, 2001? 1999. Okay. You're right there. That's uh, I was in college then. I was in middle school. The Romeoville Taco Bell where I pulled up and they said, welcome to Taco Bell. We're out of tacos. <laughs> and I said, I, uh, what what can I get then? <laughs> That's like, awesome. And then, yeah, I'd get burritos or whatever, but they sure. didn't have taco shells. Interesting interesting business plan. That's odd. Yeah. What? So this lo- it essentially looks like, I think yesterday you mentioned it looks like a centipede. A human centipede. Yeah. Yeah, it's a three-piece chalupa. All connected in the, not the peaks, but the valleys, I guess you would say. Yeah. So is this a Senapalupa? <laughs> yes. And I went to Senapalupa at Grand Park last <laughs> summer. Who was there? Cheesy Chipotle and the, I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm out of creativity. You're out? I'm eating this pizza right now. Okay. Good. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Solid? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, so what Mitch brought in here, since we didn't even actually really describe it, was like personal Giordano's deep dish pizzas. Which around here you can get for a deal. Yeah, uh, with it's a building like, ID. Yeah, with a building ID. It's like 10 bucks for the pizza and you can get a side. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'll get the pizza and fries and I'm set. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's awesome. All these things are true that Rick is saying. Yes. As I finish my first piece. All right. So as you continue eating, I'll get to, uh, I'll start my experience 
that I had. Mm-hmm. One thing that fats don't like doing is buying clothes. Because no matter what, you're not going to look good. You're just not. For me, I had the big one. Because I had both of my jeans in the same week get a huge hole in the crotch. One of them, I'm not sure when it happened, but it was more traditional, like ripped, rip on the inseam. So it went from about where the seam meets yeah. down halfway halfway down my thigh. Hot. Yeah. Then the other <laughs> one, I just had like a, probably like just a little bigger than a quarter sized hole. Right by the zipper. Yeah, right by the zipper. Now, so that was great. Let me ask you this. Sure. I have a theory on why that hole was caused. Okay. Are you a nut scratcher? <laughs> Is that the spot where you itch your nuts? Um, No. Actually, I, I have my own theory. I think it's because I got pants a size bigger than I probably needed to. They sagged a little more. So when I'm getting like in and out of the car or doing mm. stuff like that, I'm putting extra stress on that area because it's lower, so it's trying to be stretched out further than it would if it was in its normal spot. I see that. I have a um, – we took a road trip to Florida once. Mm-hmm. So it was like 18 hours in the car. And I just kind of like throughout the ride would just sort of scratch my – Yeah. what do you call the area between it, between the frank and the beans? I don't know. The, you know, where it meets. On top, not the bottom. Oh, so it's not your maint? No, no. So – uh, but, like, I just was, like, nervously doing that, right? Yeah. And when we got to Florida, there was, like, a hole in my shorts for me, like, oh, just wearing wow. out the fabric, like, the whole ride down. That's impressive. Yeah. It must be, like, an anxiety thing for me. Sure. That I just sort of, like, I, you'll notice I often, like, will play with my, if you watch the score confessional video, yeah. you'll see I'm, like, playing with my beard the whole time, which okay. is great with coronavirus. Right. Um, But, yeah. So that was my theory. You scratch yourself a hole. But when I, when I, my jeans go south. Yes. It's almost always because I have no thigh gap. Okay. So I wear out the material where my thighs rub together. Yeah, that's 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 a lot of it. Well, where did you buy your new jeans? Kohl's. Okay. They what? have a great big and tall section. They do. You're right about that. And uh, I recently bought some Lee jeans that are okay. really nice. The best jeans I've had experience with are Gap jeans. They last forever. Huh. But they're like 80 bucks. That's the problem. But they, they will last you. Like for a long time I had Old Navy jeans and they would last me a couple months. Yeah. Now, the ones I have on now are Old Navy, and they're a little sturdier than they were. I'm also I in better. I think I've sh- outgrown Old Navy size wise. Yeah, ah, uh, there's no way. What size waist are you, if you don't mind? For these ones, I got 44s. No, yeah, they I might think they be, like, top right out of 42. Edge. I think I maxed out in life at 42. I'm a 36 now. What a dick! It's because I have no buttocks. I don't have a buttocks either, which <laughs> which makes it difficult. Like with the keeping the pants up a little bit when I got them a size too big. So the last pants I got, I think I was also feeling horrible about myself at the time I yeah. got them. So I got forty sixes because I'm like, well, I'll probably end up growing I'll into get these. Fat, I'll get even fatter. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I've I pretty much stabilized myself at this point. Well, so. you know what's great about that, Rick? Huh? You could take the true final step to fatness and start wearing suspenders. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's one that's that is a bridge too far. You should do it as a gag someday. Just oh coming to work. Wearing yeah, suspenders. I don't get made fun of at work enough. <laughs> you don't get made fun of at work. <laughs> that's in your mind. No, eh, maybe a little bit. Uh, a little bit. But it's you know, it's the same as everybody else. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're no chef or anything. No, well, that's true. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. But no, so and the thing is, so you said when you were bit you said you were like a like 28 length in your pants? Yeah. Ideally, I'm a, like a 36, 28. Yeah. Which are almost impossible to find. I'm wearing 30s now, which is easy to find in a store. I right. can find 36, 30, and they're like visibly too big on me in the, yeah. in the leg, but I'm not. 
whatever. It's yeah, I, it's fine. So I the two by. pairs that I got, uh, because one style had the, like I'm now like a forty four thirty ish. So like the pants I'm wearing now are probably technically right. They're forty four twenty nines. So we're both like just sawed off. They're just glorified shorts, is what they are. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> we just need to wear like limp biscuit shorts or whatever, oh, like insane clown posse. Yep. Those, <laughs> the shorts like went down to your ankles. Yep. Those were cool. And they had the chain hanging down oh, that dragged course. on the ground. Yes. yes. If you wore those, uh, reevaluate. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, at least it was an easy experience because they had what I needed. I would try it on a couple sizes, and it wasn't too painful. Nobody was like paying attention to me. It was an, at an odd time, so the well, store it's not was like pretty closed. Whole shoppers are like, well, <laughs> I'm not the most cosmopolitan right. people in the world, right? But still, <laughs> you know how that goes. Oh yeah, fats know how that goes, definitely. But definitely. yeah, so consi- all things considered, kind of anxious experience, but not quite as bad as I would normally expect. The worst part was the price because. Cole's things are always at least like forty percent off. Yeah, because they're marked up thirty. Yeah, the yeah. problem is these weren't marked weren't down quite as much, but it was a necessity. I had to get them. Got to get that Cole's cash, my friend. Yeah. Well, I got. I ended up getting Cole's cash after the fact. There you go. You so. know, you can't use that on Under Armour stuff. I found that out the hard really? way. Really? Yeah, I had twenty bucks. Cole's cash went in there to buy some new shoes. They had some four E mm-hmm. Under Armour uh, gym shoes that I really liked, yes. and they did not take Cole's cash. I bought them anyway because they were reasonable. But yeah, I was right. bummed out. All right, so before we get to your ask a fat questions, yeah. Jay, you have to explain yourself. So at Scorehouse, yes, there was it was essentially like a relay. Yeah, it was a decathlon with decathlon. eleven events, and you uh, you were put in charge of an area that should have been an expertise. Yeah, so the you can go watch it on 670thescore.com, the scorehouse videos, and we did a bunch of events from, like, wine chugging to beanbag toss to uh, the dizzy golf club thing where you spin around and you got to go whatever, swimming, all those things. So my job, my first job, was a Pringles eating contest with Dan McNeil. And I thought I could pretty hand, I can down a, you know, the small, like little chode cans of Pringles, the, the short ones. <laughs> yes. I can down one of those in like a minute at home. So I was feeling good about myself and I brought a can out for each of us. I brought myself the cheddar and I brought Mac the plane. Okay. Here, two things. First, I went too fast, too soon. I ate. Too fast, too furious? I grabbed like a stack of six Pringles and threw them in my mouth. And they immediately started just expanding. Like I couldn't even chew because they had become, they were just like little shards of Pringle in my mouth. And I couldn't even, I couldn't swallow it. I couldn't chew it. You can cut that up and use it later. Yep. Um, But I just could not physically consume the Pringles anymore. My theory is, aside from taking on too much right away, is that I think the cheddar ones, because of the powdered cheese on there, Either like dry up faster. I was just gonna say dry your mouth out. Yeah, and I think that's what happened because I and I I thought about like I should get a bottle of water next to me, and have it for when I'm eating the Pringles so I can help them down. And I'm like, ah, it'll be fine. And then as soon as I took that first stack, I had to be again like five or six Pringles stacked at once, and I chewed it for maybe 10, 11 seconds, and all of a sudden it was like I almost like couldn't breathe. And then Mac was doing like two at a time, so he so he beat me in the Pringles race because he paced himself. But I, f- I did feel some shame. I thought I was going to win that easily. So you lost on X's and O's. Yeah, it was bad strategy on my part. Hmm. I feel like if we played 10 times, I'd win nine. Jay Boylan over here. I, didn't, I really did. When did you take a timeout? <laughs> I had a timeout in my heart. Oh, <laughs> Literally, my heart stopped for a minute. <laughs> I guess we'll have to forgive you for now. Well, we need to see. We need to try this. Like, 
next time we do a podcast, what's maybe the I, best way to do? Like, well, is it two at a time? Is it three at a time? I want. Here's what I want to do. This is my okay. idea: is I give you mm-hmm. regular Pringles, sure, and cheddar Pringles, okay, and I ask you to eat like th- a stack of three, sure. The, you know, eat one, okay. Is there a discernible difference? Yeah, because okay. I, I think there is. I think had I had regular Pringles, which is my typical go-to, I never get the cheddar ones. Hmm. They were just there, and no one was eating them. So I'm like, so oh, once again, choked in strategy, definitely. I, I screwed with the formula. Yeah. I know that I can down a, a chode can of Pringles of the original flavor really quickly, but I had not experimented with the cheddar before. Experimenting <laughs> with the cheddar was my favorite Lizzo album. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I, I blew it. I blew it, and I'm, I'm pissed. But I will say, if you go back and watch the video, there's some selective editing in there. Oh. Connor was so far ahead of Parkins okay. on the putting mm-hmm. that when... Connor tagged me to play bags. I had to stall. Really? So the video worked. Like, oh, the video wow. wouldn't work if we actually... Yeah. I think Connor beat Parkins putting, like, by 45 seconds. Wow. So I had to, like, Jake the bag contest. Like, okay, I'm missing on purpose. Yeah. So Spiegel can catch up to me. Sure. And then we make the video work. So there's a little behind the scenes. So did you do a run without the cameras involved just to see who would actually win without having to, you know, think about the video? Uh, we would have won handily because okay. just on Connor alone, everything else was pretty even. Yeah. Um, but on Connor Singh alone, we would have won. And that was even with me way behind on the Pringles. Okay. So uh, Connor like synced the first putt and then Parkins kept missing and then Parkins started getting stressed out. Yeah. And it was just chaos and he couldn't do it at all. Wow. So then he did it and yeah. So it, it was it was a lot of fun. But it did take a little selective editing just to create the video appropriately. What was the best thing you ate in Arizona? Uh, well, I did not. Actually, I will say this. The meal that Shane and Mac prepared mm-hmm. uh, for dinner was phenomenal. Shane grilled steaks and grilled asparagus and made some, uh, I don't know what this potato thing was. It wasn't sweet potatoes, but it had like a sweet glaze on it. And then Mac made uh, scallops and shrimp, okay, both with like crushed red pepper on them. It was the best meal I had at Scorehouse, without a doubt. We even had a catered meal come in, a chef and an assistant come in and prepared a meal for us. Wow. And it wasn't as good as what Shane and what uh, Mac put together. That's impressive. Yeah. But the best meal I had, period, in Arizona, my favorite place there is called Dick's Hideaway. Mm -hmm. It is this little dumpy place that you drive by a thousand times and not know it's there. They've got the best Mexican food ever. And I took my buddies, because I went out there a day early sure. to see the innings fest. So I took two of my buddies there. I'm like, listen, I, I'm one of those. I'm, I wonder if you're like this too. When you recommend a food place, you get nervous about it. Yes. Because I like everything. And yeah. I know not everybody likes everything. So I was kind of nervous to take them there, but I was confident because I know the place is great. And they were like, oh, this is one of the best meals I've ever had. So I felt such relief. What I didn't know is we ordered the bacon wrapped poppers, mm-hmm. stuffed with ricotta. Yeah. Bacon wrapped. Yes. Amazing. Most poppers you eat, they take the seeds out. Oh, no. They did not take the seeds out of these. Oh, no. And we were like, <laughs> we sounded like Danny Mac. <laughs> 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 uh, but it was so good. Like, we we battled through it. And they were big. Okay. Pain. Like, they were, well, I'm showing you, like, probably like four inches here. Oh, wow. Right? Like a significantly big sure. jalapeno. Mm-hmm. And uh, full of peppers. The, the cheese helped sure. ease the pain a little bit. Yeah. But I felt like the dude on uh Man when they ate, food? No, when they ate the hot hamburger on Dumb and Dumber. Oh, when they're yeah. like literally spitting it out and then shooting the ketchup into their mouth. <laughs> that was how we felt at first because none of us were prepared for that. Right. We thought it was gonna be, oh, you know, a little spicy, but these sure. were killer hot 
and amazing. That place, if you ever go, and someday I'm sure you will, to spring training. Yeah. Dick's Hideaway. It, Len Casper took us there three years in a row. Okay. And it's a place that we just didn't get a chance to go this year because Len had been not feeling well. Um, He's fine. Um, <laughs> But uh, I had to make sure to go with my friends, and uh, it was amazing. Dick's Hideaway. I think it's technically in Phoenix. Okay. Delicious. All right. Let's get to... Our Ask a Fat questions. Ask a Fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans. First one for me comes from MBS on Twitter. Are you in on the donut chicken thing that KFC is putting out there right now? I am in on it. Uh, Fry the Coop, one of my favorite places in the world, has been doing it since their inception. And uh, it is like, it's the same concept as chicken and waffles. Yeah. It's the sweet carb with the spicy chicken, and it works very well together. I, I very much enjoy it. I will say, Fry the Coops is the best. It's absolutely amazing. I have not had it. Fry the Coop yet? Oh, you have the, don- the donut sandwich. Right. Yeah. I haven't had their donut sandwich. You should do that. Now, remember, a couple years ago, yeah. Hub talked about how great 7-Eleven's donuts are. Yes. And he's right. Those are Tolerico Martin Bakery. That's mm-hmm. the bakery that gives 7-Eleven or donuts. Yeah. Same bakery used for Fry the Coop. Oh, perfect. So uh, it's their glazed donut. It's their glazed donut nice. with Fry the Coop's hot chicken. Well, there's Try no to way that's that. bad, though. No, it's not bad. I mean, the only thing you'd say is, like, this could kill me. Sure. Legit. This could kill it hasn't me. hasn't stopped us before. No, of course not. It actually encourages us. Right. Mm, this looks lethal. Let me put it in my mouth. God, I gotta stop saying stuff. <laughs> It's like like, uh, Arrested Development. You ever listen to the words you say? Oh, Tobias, you blow hard. (laughs) Even if it means I have to take his, what is it? I have to take a chubby. Even if it means taking a chubby, I will suck it up. (laughs) Yes, that's me. I start saying the things. That's when he was being Michael's wingman. But it's hard to do a food podcast without talking about Putting things in your Putting mouth. Putting things in your mouth. Right. <laughs> you could do it without saying lethal things. I guess so. I guess you're right. All right. This is a question that we got a lot uh, because of this current condition of the world. Yeah. This is from Ben. Uh, essential food to have in your home for staying away from the public. So if you're quarantining yourself, yes. what is the, I guess if you had to like stock your house with one item, what would it be? Oh man, just one item. Now, do we need to sort of limit this? Like it's got to be mm. something that's stable. Yeah. So, all right, let's 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 do this on the fly. It's got to be shelf stable, sure. not requiring a fridge or a freezer. Agreed. So it's got to be something you can keep on your shelf yes. in your pantry or whatever. One item is really rough because I was thinking of a few things. Yeah. All right, let's do our top um, three. I would need some form of chip or cracker. So maybe if I could just have an endless supply of the regular Chex Mix. Oh, that's good. Gives you some variety and flavor. Yep. I'm here for that. All right. <laughs> this this one's so dumb, but it was the first thing that popped in my head. The giant bag of Swedish fish. That's good. There's your sweet element. Yep. Okay. You got one more? I'm trying to think of something that's not just like desserty. Yeah. It's kind of rough. All right. I can think about it. Okay. I'll give you mine. First would be chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Because it's hearty. It's got protein. It's also like got some moisture to it. Yeah, it's that's got a the good saltiness, point. so I'll take that. But are you assuming that you have something to warm it up? Oh yeah. I mean, in a true apocalypse, yeah, it doesn't. You really can matter. make fire. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take chicken noodle soup. I'd have, if I had to eat it cold, I probably would. It's gross, but mm-hmm. um, number two would be uh, sour cream and cheddar potato chips. Okay. Any brand is fine. And then I would need that sweet element too. Hmm. 
What would be like the number one thing? I bet you would go the fudge stripe cookies, maybe. Yeah, that's a good call. I'll say EL fudge actually. Okay, I prefer those. Sure. So there's my three. Everything's covered that way. Uh, maybe I'll I'll have chicken noodle soup as my third because I do love chicken noodle soup. Yeah, everybody does. Yeah, who doesn't like that. Right. Idiots. That's who. Okay. This question comes from Craig. Have we received a formal apology from Parkins for telling people to avoid groups of large people? No, I like people avoiding me. It's my favorite thing. Right. I don't need an apology. I told Mitch when he, I, I shouldn't have said this, right. but it was just my instinct to go, yeah, if you see me at the airport, don't talk to me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I just, I like, I love traveling alone. Mm-hmm. I like sitting by myself on a plane. I've never traveled alone. It's really great. Yeah. Because you just do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, if I'm with my wife and family, it's different. Yeah. But like coworkers, like, no, we're going to see each other for the whole week. Right. Don't feel like you have to entertain me. Ron Coomer was telling that story mm-hmm. uh, at spring training at, at Scorehouse, like, he loves to travel with Len yeah, because the two of them just do their own thing. Nice. There's no forced, awkward, small talk. They're just like, headphones on, eyes forward, eyes in your book, whatever, flight's over. That's my ideal flight. Don't, yeah, I don't want to interact with anyone. Right. You can be in proximity. That's fine. But as long as you don't have to, yeah, actually talk to the exactly. person. Exactly. The girl next to me on the plane, by the way, was just hacking her guts out the whale. Really? She's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Now I felt, you, I now felt bad. Like, well, well, I had a cold, too. I got a cold on Tuesday when we got out there. And Connor's like, oh, it just happens when you get to Arizona. It'll clear up in a day or two. And then by Thursday, I was doing, like, the you know the thousand-yard stare, and, like, my mouth yep. was hanging open because I couldn't breathe. I'm fine now, but uh, that sucks. So I felt bad. I said to the girl, like, hey, don't feel bad. I have a cold, too. I get that you're embarrassed about it but like don't worry about it yeah she's like oh, okay she felt awful i felt bad for her all right here's an appropriate question okay from james what's the correct amount of pringles to shove into your mouth at one time anything less than five seems silly to me i think my max normally if, it, if it's just casual eating is three maybe four that'd be like the you would say that's your that's typical that's your typical pringle bite is three yeah, if if because sometimes I just want to go one by one. Yeah, it lasts longer. Yeah, but if I if I'm in a mood where no, I'd rather stack a few. It's normally three. I have been known to go four, five, not as much. Yeah, five's a lot. I learned that the hard way. Yes. Oh, I changed something for my list. Okay, give me Chex Mix or Trail Mix. Okay, I know you don't like peanuts. Yeah, but peanuts are protein. You've got the M and M's in there. You've got the raisins in there. That's a good. Apocalypse. Well, thing in my Chex Mix, I have the like uh, the the brown thing. That's like that's like really like burnt bread, right? <laughs> yeah, like the Garget Gardetto or whatever. Yeah, called. yeah. All right, sorry, I had to go back on that one. I just thought of it. Yeah. So for me, I think three Pringles is appropriate for a bite. Yeah, that makes sense. You don't want to overdo it. Mm-hmm. Trust me on that. This is from two girls, one puck. I know him or her. Does everything going on in the world make you less likely to eat out right now? For one thing, we're not doing phrasing anymore. Right. Exactly. Um. <laughs> Uh, a little bit. I do think a little. Like yesterday when I went to the Wendy's drive-through, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, "Should I be doing this?" And I went anyway. But yeah. there was a slight hesitation. And I've not been to a restaurant or anything. I, it's more just sort of happenstance. Sure. But uh, I would. Yes, I would consider it now. Like if, I, if there's a place that's always super crowded. Yeah. I would think twice about that. Yeah. For me, no on either account. Okay. Good for you. I will just leave it at that. I'm happy being over paranoid here, and I, like you work with you've worked with me for years. Yeah, I'm not a germaphobe. You've seen me. I don't. I'm not a right. spot, unless I'm sick. I don't purell my hands or sure. like over. Like, I just 
go to the bathroom, wash my hands, whatever. Yeah. Um, I almost never wash my hands before a meal, but this this has gotten to me, so I'm a little like paranoid about it. So I've been a little more militant about it, which yeah. is good. That's how we should be. All right. Uh, this one from Mark. When is a salad fat approved? It's rough. Yeah. Well, a it taco a salad lot. is yeah. Technically... If it's if it is in a fried shell, <laughs> that that's helps, that's yes. that helps. Um, if there's a giant pile of meat, yeah. that helps. Multiple condiments, lots of croutons. Yeah, croutons, yeah. gratuitous amounts of croutons. That's good too. Yeah. Outside of that, yeah, I'm good for like a, t- a taco salad. Who was it that the Wendy? Was it Wendy's used to have a good taco salad? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. They. Mm-hmm. I just run Coomer to you. Let's see. What else are? See, I will say this. Steak and Shake had a good one too. Oh, okay. I, I, remember, I don't think I've ever ordered a taco salad. I did at Steak and Shake because someone said it was really good, so I tried it, and it was really good. They were correct. I, I actually really like the taste of Italian dressing. Me too. So I will get a salad now and again and just bury it in Italian dressing. Yep. And to me, that's just like having any other sort of thing. I prefer like the the lettuce with like no nutritional value at all. Yeah, the, iceberg lettuce. Yeah, the crispy, yep. crunchy. So, so when my mom makes uh, salads at home, she just has kind of resigned herself to the faith that n- all of us are rubes. So if I'm over <laughs> at the house, it'll be iceberg lettuce, cucumber, crouton, Italian dressing. You need the crunch. Yeah. I need my salad to be crunchy. I hate a soggy salad. Exactly. I've gotten better at it. I've recently grown an affinity for uh, broccoli. Which I never had in my life. Do you want me to censor that? No, I know. It's like, but I never had it growing up because my mom, I've talked about this before, she's like a plain cheeseburger and chicken nuggets person. She's just not an adventurous eater mm-hmm. at all. I didn't have lettuce till college. That is a true story. Lettuce? I never tasted lettuce until college. That's true. That's a true story. How? Because it was never in my house. And as a kid, I never had to have it. Whoa. We used to have peas and beans, like green beans. Sure. Those were our vegetables. But I never had to have lettuce on anything because wow. my mom hated it. So the first time I had it at Lewis, they opened up like a sub, like their own version of Subway. Yeah. Like build your own sub. Sure. And I'm like, well, how do you do this? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. Do I got to get lettuce and tomato? Or I get whatever you want. I'm like, okay, lettuce, tomato, ham, turkey, cheese, bacon. And I was like, oh, that's really good. Yeah. That was the first time in my wow. life that I had that I had lettuce. That's crazy. This one. Okay. We have to. Uh-oh. So... <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Ken from Dean Davis. Yes. He has a question that deserves, he really deserves to get banned for. Oh my goodness. What happened? What are keto satisfying options? I don't. Keto, we have a question about a diet. Isn't keto like all meat? I have no idea because it's a diet. diet. Let's see. What are the, like, okay, low carbs, low fat, 26. All right, let me see. Keto diet for beginners. This already sounds bad. I am a male. I'm almost no physical activity, correct? Yes. Which meat would you like to be included? Chicken, pork, beef, bacon. Okay, continue. Did you check all of them? Yeah. Nice. Of course. Which veggies would you like to be included? None. All right, broccoli, zooks, asparagus, avocado. This is fun. I'm enjoying this. Okay, eggs, nuts, cheese. Okay, this sounds not bad. So it basically seems like no carbs. That's what keto seems to be. Yeah, I don't get the not bad part, though. So here you go. Bacon. Next. (laughs) It's on there. It was on the website. Yes. That's it. Bacon. Just eat bacon your whole life. You ever see uh, Grumpy Old Men? Yeah. Where Burgess Meredith's like, for breakfast, I have a plate of bacon. For lunch, 
a plate of bacon, and for dinner, a bacon sandwich. Yep. <laughs> and I'm 120 years old. Damn right. He's dead now. Um, this one's from my wife, and uh, yeah. this is another bit of a fat fashion. You ever play apples to apples? Of course. It's the ki- Well, we have the kids' version. Okay. So if you don't know, apples to apples is the non-profane version of Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Okay, so the category was tasty, and Hope played the mac and cheese card. Good. And Addie played the oranges card. Okay. And I chose oranges. And she's like, who picks oranges over mac and cheese? And I love oranges. I love oranges. Oh, that wasn't just a trying to be good dad thing? No, I, I chose it because I prefer oranges to mac and cheese. Who's man? A nice cold orange is amazing. It is the most refreshing thing in the world. Who's man's? <laughs> Look, mac and cheese is good, but I love oranges. I will not apologize. Okay, I'm sorry. I Who's man's? <laughs> I know. My wife is calling me out in all caps. Who chooses oranges over mac and cheese? Yes, she is right. <sighs> Whatever. You're the worst. All right. This is from Kyle. And I think we've touched on this in a different context. All right. Are half slices of work cake okay? It tends to throw off geometry and you get a bunch of fragments at the end. So you're saying like the person's like, mm, I want a whole piece. I just want a half yeah. piece. Just have the whole piece. No one's going to judge you for having a piece of cake. Right. If that's how you're going to live your life, what's even the point? We could all be dead next week. Yep. And you're going to have a half piece of cake. That's stupid. It is stupid. It's stupid. Just have a piece. You can have a smaller piece, but don't half a piece that's already been cut. Ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. The half thing drives me nuts. I know. Because you know you want the whole piece. Right. You know you want it. It, it. It's different when it comes to donuts. Only slightly. No, it's not. But what about what your theory? That I eat half a donut now and later, and it's healthier that way? Yeah. Oh, look, half a donut. Yes. That's more mental. But I know in my heart of hearts that it's the same. Yeah. It is the same, obviously. Yeah, just have a piece of cake. It's not the end of the world. Right. You're going to be happy. Like, really, if you're a workout fiend and you really watch your diet, and those are the people that are always like, oh, I can only have a half piece, do an extra four minutes on the treadmill and enjoy your cake. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why, like, I don't understand the point of, I get, like, not eating, like, Rick and me. That's bad. We sure. should eat better. But don't deprive yourself of joy. Yeah. That's stupid. It's a bad way to live. This one's from Lisa. She works at a favorite restaurant of mine and yours mm-hmm. they have barbecue and mexican and cajun i'm giving you clues but she's gonna complain about a customer here so okay people are requesting no contact delivery where you pay for food with a credit card and delivery driver to leave on the porch steps table etc after the driver calls you upon arrival at the point you don't want to touch the driver what is the logic that bags and containers and food that came into contact with a human are you truly concerned about going to a public restaurant or where you order delivery at home. I don't. So I think when I know people who don't want to ha, like greet the driver, sure. My mom and aunt are like this. It's more of an anxiety thing. Like they just don't want the awkward confrontation. Some very cheap people don't want to have to tip. Yeah, there's definitely that. That's part of it for sure. And some people just don't want to put on pants, which I understand. Who as says well. you have to? So if if someone's not answering the door for your delivery and asking them to leave it at the porch, I would assume at least before this week. That it was about A, social anxiety, Mm -hmm. or B, they don't want to have the awkwardness of not tipping or not knowing how much to tip. Because I don't know. Because you do a door, and maybe someone who drives for DoorDash or or whatever can tell us. Yeah. There's a delivery fee. Yes. Is it assumed that I'm also supposed to tip you? 
Yeah, that's always a tough thing because, like, when I worked at Papa John's, it was there was a delivery fee. It wasn't much, if I remember right at the time, but that we only got it was I think it was like a two fifty delivery fee, but we only got seventy cents of that. Like the rest of it oh. went to the store. All right, so I assume that the driver is not getting the bulk of a delivery fee from DoorDash. Yeah, I mean it. De- it depends. So if there's a DoorDash driver out there, tweet the podcast at I'm Fat Pod. Tweet Jay at Jay Zawaski six seventy and myself. At Rick Camp six seventy. The other thing is, what's appropriate? Is it twenty percent? I don't know. Is it like so? When you delivered pizzas, twenty percent uh, is what you hope for. So you'd give a, a twenty dollar order. Yeah, you'd I expect four bucks back. Yeah, ish, ish. Yeah. See, I always have that issue with cab drivers. Mm-hmm. Like, I take a cab somewhere. Yeah, I. Yeah, it's... It, if I'm giving you, if my fare is fifteen bucks. Or like five bucks, right? Am I tipping you a dollar? Like I don't understand how. Yeah, what is the I, I'll, protocol I'll do for a, that? Um, at least a minimum of a dollar for. Yeah, but see, but generally that, I'll probably do two to be honest. Yeah, I, I never know what to do. Yeah, that that that's rough when the total is down that low. Right. So usually, if I have a ten, no matter how long it is, you're getting that. <laughs> okay, this question's from John. What are your go-to items for your once an election cycle workout? I'll let you know when it happens. Right. Gatorade? Yeah. A towel. Yeah. Gatorade So things and a towel. we need when we work out, or like, what do we do when we when work the, out? When you, gold bond. Oh, for sure. Gold bond or the powder, some form of a gold bond product. The rare times I work out, I'll do the uh, elliptical, the bike. Okay. Because it's low impact and I can sure. distract myself with a TV show or a book or something. Yeah. But then I sort of offset it by just having a huge Gatorade afterwards. Yeah. So it's almost like, what's the point? Yeah, I don't know. When I start working out more, I'll let you know. Same. Gym shorts. Yes. Compression shorts, for sure. Like those tight yeah. boxer briefs. Yep. You don't want any chafage. No, chafage is uh, not great. All right, I got one more question. Okay, good, because I only have one more, too. Uh, this one is from, and it went away, we'll just say, Tony asks, um, what is your go, if you had to be quarantined in a restaurant, Okay. what restaurant would it be? Probably Chuck Southern Comforts Cafe, because of the variety they have in their menu. It's a great answer. I was going to say the same thing because, like we said, we didn't say it, but we said it, Mexican, Cajun, barbecue, barbecue. and then like burgers, burgers, wings, stuff. if you want a salad for some reason. They have breakfast stuff too? Yes. Great breakfast. Beignets. Mm-hmm. They got booze. Yep. Yeah. That's the place to go. 100%. Um, by the way, did you see the B-dubs promotion? The yes. Airbnb dubs? Yes. <laughs> for Mar- well, not that it probably won't happen so now. So when are we doing a remote broadcast? <laughs> so you could, the, the prize is, this is a real thing. The, the I'm Fat Sleepover. B-dubs is running a promotion where you can win, where you li- literally get to stay in a B-dubs overnight nice. for March Madness. There you go. I'm in. I usually sleep in the back room anyway and wait till everybody goes away. And Will I you be like room. sleep making wings? Yes. It's like, wait. You're just like uh, working the fryer. Like in Step Brothers. Yeah, just like exactly. throw a couch cushion into the fryer. Yes. The clown has no penis. <laughs> it's such a great movie. What are you dreaming about? Right. <laughs> oh, God. That's so great. All right. So, March Fatness coming up next week. Yes. We have a potential surprise. We're not sure yet. We're not sure. We're locking it down. I've got a 75% shot. That we'll have a special contributor mm-hmm. to the March Fadness brackets that everyone will enjoy. Yes. And is a cer- certainly a fitting contestant. Yes. So we'll keep you posted on that. Hopefully it works out. I think it's going to. Um, but either way, with or without, we will have March Fatness for you next week. And if you have ideas 
for things that should be in the tournament, Rick and I are open-minded. We can't think of everything ourselves. Right. So hit us up at I'm Fat Pod. Do we have an email? We don't have an email. No. Just send it to uh, Zawaski at entercom.com, and I'll get it. And uh, we'll go through all those. We want your suggestions. So if you blow our minds, we'll throw one of your categories in there for sure. I'm yeah. really looking forward to it this year. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Third? I don't want... I don't want, yeah, our third one. Yeah. I don't want to sway the voters, but it'd be interesting to see if we finally get a non-food item to win. Because first it was pizza, yeah. Then it was bacon, right? Appropriately, so, yes, of course, yeah. So now, will a non-food item? Will a person? Will a fat accessory get in there? I don't know. We'll have yeah. to. We'll find out, but we'll see how the brackets fall out next time. Remember to always subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That helps us out with rankings. Uh, tell a friend, please. Because Definitely. we appreciate everybody who's been with us and already done all these things. Tell a friend so that we can uh, grow the base as we tend to do in our lives. And grow the man, as Mark <laughs> Trussman does. Oh, boy. We're ending on Mark Trussman, a skinny little bitch that couldn't coach bitch. the Bears. Dr. Death. Dr. Death. Yep. All right. Well, hopefully we're not that anytime soon. He's Jay. I'm Rick. And this is the I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. <laughs> Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.